0: What's going on, fine Citizens? Welcome to the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. Lots to get to today, NBA and NHL playoffs, including a look at what's been going on with the Golden State Warriors and can they close out the Mavericks. I gave you Mavs games two and three. It's one of the few things we've lost in the last couple of weeks when it's come to the playoffs. But I did give you the Mavericks for game four. They, They held off the elimination, factory, uh, I know there was a huge bet put on them that could win, uh, like what is it, $1.2 million at Caesars if they come back down 3-0, which has never happened in the history of the NBA, but we'll get into that game. And then also, later on, I want to talk about Major League Baseball, updated futures, division odds. Of course, the Tigers are going to be in the mix this year. But there are some things to look at, and some of them might have to do with the Tigers as well when it comes to the AL Central and some possible long-shot values. We'll get to that in just a little bit, and I'm going to go over my golf picks as well uh, that we gave out earlier in the week, Uh, uh, address those and reemphasize. If some of these guys, for example, get off to just regular starts, their odds are similar after round number one, Uh, You can definitely live bet him. You can live bet him when you listen to this show on Thursday, whether it's in the morning or the afternoon. So we'll go over all my golf plays for the Charles Schwab Challenge. But let's take a trip to the Motown betting window, and we'll do that straight off. It's brought to you by our good friends at Bent Rivers. How about the Tigers? I actually gave you the Tigers on Twitter, because we didn't have a a live show today, or yesterday, excuse me, on Wednesday. Uh, Small play, and of course, they got the job done Finally and uh you know save the sweep against the minnesota twins i like the tigers at plus 210 plus 215 i got them at plus 215 so it was a small play it was a half unit play uh but yeah, i'm not going to be giving the tigers out often on this show because they don't deserve it right now but that was nice to get a win uh the tigers bullpen good again and cadillari with a two-run homer and extras Got the job done. Now the Tigers at home for a while. They'll play the Guardians and... What a stupid name, by the way. And the Minnesota Twins. And we'll start with the Tigers and Guardians. seven ten p.m. Later tonight, the rare Thursday night game. See, it's a four-game series. So they're going to start with a Thursday night game. And right now, at Bet Rivers, the Tigers minus 143. The Guardians plus 120. It will be Pilkinting. Uh, he's 0-0 with a 2.08 or ERA for Cleveland against Tarek Skubal, 3-2, 2.22 ERA, so no injury concerns there that could have lingered for Skubal. And how about this? Lo and behold, the Tigers are rare favorite this year. Uh, you know, and he, the the Guardians just not a good team. Lost some big pieces. Uh, you know, they just went down to Houston Wednesday night, two to one. A play I gave you on Twitter. And I, you know, I'm not going to tell you to take the Tigers, but I think this is a good spot to take them, a rare good spot to take them. It's not going to be an official play for me, but I look at the Tigers, you know, laying right now the 143. I looked at the run line and I said, okay, is there any value for a small play on the Tigers minus one and a half plus 163? You know, that to me is what you do in this situation. I, I'm not going to give you an official selection, which you know on this show, when I say it's an official play, whether that's a quarter unit, half unit, full unit, two units, whatever it is, or I throw out a parlay for you, you know, that's what we keep track of here. That's, what the, you know, th- those, that's where my record comes from. There are times where you just want to go off a of field. And while I'm not going to tell you to bet this, there is definitely a tremendous amount of value in that run line. So take that for what it's worth. The total, by the way, seven and a half. Over, plus 102, under, minus 120. But I like that Tigers run line, minus 1.5, plus 163. As far as value goes, if you just really want to have some Thursday in action on the Detroit Tigers. By the way, the Guardians run line is plus 1.5, minus 205. And as I've always said, you know, stay in touch with me on social media, at DanLeach971 on Twitter, because I will throw up baseball plays, you know, later in the day when I know about starting lineups and things like that uh there are times obviously we don't have shows over the weekend or on a wednesday um unless there's a week where there's a pga major where i'll always do a live show on wednesday um stay connected to my twitter because that is where i will throw those plays up there and we did have a nice three-game parlay last night that i threw up on twitter uh with the houston astros the white Sox, uh and the new york yankees they all had tight wins but they all got the job done so please Make sure you check that out uh, each and every day. All right, let's take a look at the playoff action. We'll start in the NBA. And I mentioned this Golden State Warriors team. They're going to win the NBA title. I don't care who they play. They're just too damn good. And you look at the Warriors right now. Uh, in game number five trying to close out this series against the mavericks who had their chances especially in game two to win that outright and make this a much different series it could be a you know a two-two series right now instead of three to one instead it's the Warriors one game away from clinching Warriors minus seven minus one ten at Pet Rivers uh, Mavericks plus seven minus one ten warriors minus three oh five on the money line Mavericks plus two thirty five and the total two fifteen and a half over minus one ten under minus one twelve. And when you look at the action we're seeing on this game, there has definitely been some movement when it comes to the under. A lot of these playoff games are going under lately, and there is some movement on the Warriors, and that's no surprise. I mean, Maverick's getting seven closeout game. Can they keep it close? Sure, but this is a pass for me. I'm gonna stay away. I think the Warriors are gonna win the series later tonight. Uh, but it's just there's no value to lay the seven for me in this game. I don't trust the maps to take the seven, and that total seems like it's exactly where it should be. You know, maybe if you're gonna do some kind of a crazy three, four, five-leg parlay, you throw the Warriors money line in there if you want. Otherwise, it's a stay away game for me. We do have a look-ahead line for Friday's game number six after the Celtics dominate the second half and take care of Miami in game number five. Celtics minus nine right now. At Bet Rivers to get to the NBA Finals. Yet again, with the Heat plus 9, minus 110. Both sides actually minus 110. Celtics minus 420 on the money line. Heat plus 325. And this is the lowest total we have seen, I believe, in any game in the playoffs. 205 points. Uh, or, excuse me, 200.5, 200.5. uh, Both over under minus 110. And, you know, we all saw what happened a couple games ago when it barely went over Uh, You know, didn't even get to 200 points. And then in game number five, uh, where the Celtics just dominated the second half of that game and really made it not even a contest, 173 total points. So I can see why this total is so low. Uh, To me, just early feelings on this, there's no chance in hell I'm taking nine with Boston or laying nine with the Celtics. I mean, the Heat are facing elimination. They want to get it back to Miami for a game number seven. There's not a lot of trust recently with the Heat in the last couple of games. But I think that there's definitely value in the plus nine. We'll have the official selection tomorrow on the Fantastic Friday Show. Definitely not touching the total. Because, I, you know, you go under 200.5, and it's going to be like 220. It'll, you know, it'll easily go over. So I just do not, in my opinion, touch the total. I don't see any value in it. But I do see some value right now. And we'll check, obviously, the injury concerns and anything that pops up in the next 24 or so hours. Uh, we'll check all of that. Uh, but the value to me is the Heat plus the nine. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, pair of game, or excuse me, game fives tonight in the the semifinal round. And I've been telling you, and I talked about this with my girl Stormy on My Guys in the Desert on Wednesday. I love the Rangers. I'll just tell you, she had asked me. What's the team that could possibly give Colorado trouble in a Stanley Cup, potential Stanley Cup finals? Listen, of course, the Lightning are the obvious answer. They just continue to look incredibly good. But to me, it's the Rangers. Just the way they're playing at home. We gave out that, you know, game number four uh, with the Rangers at home a couple nights ago. A goal tending a key for them. I just love the momentum this team seems to get going when things are, you know, when they're playing well, uh, after what they did with the Penguins in the, in the first series. If they somehow find a way to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, I think the Rangers could be the, a big elixir for the Colorado Avalanche. Of course, the Lightning could be as well. But I think the Rangers, I'm going to take them if they win this series uh, against Tampa Bay. I just really like what the New York Rangers are doing, and I love what they are able to do at home. In this game, though, of course, big business to attend to if the Rangers want to advance. Hurricanes minus 159, plus 135 for the Rangers. The puck line, Carolina minus 1.5, plus 170. Rangers plus one 1.5, minus 210. And the total, this is one of the lower totals that we have seen in quite some time. Uh, it's five, five, just five flat over minus 141. And the under plus 120. And I look at this game and I say, okay, I, I, I've told you how much I like the Rangers. Yes, Carolina, after the Rangers took that that uh, goal lead in the first period. In game number two, where things could have been different uh, in this series, maybe the Rangers are up right now, 3-1. to one, Carolina found a way to you know stabilize themselves. Now they're back at home, but I still think there's value in the Rangers plus the 135. I don't like the total, but I do like the Rangers for a full one-unit play. Plus the 135, it's a 7 p.m. start later on tonight. Also, the Calgary Flames. You know, I've been telling you since the beginning, or before the playoffs started, I like the Calgary Flames to get to the Stanley Cup and win it. It looks like I'm going to be wrong about that. Can they get this series to a potential game six? That's the key tonight as they face off with Edmonton in game number five in Western Canada. The all-Western uh, Canadian series, they got a love of that. Uh, on the left side of Canada. Flames by this one fifty-seven right now at Bent Rivers. Oilers plus 132 Flames minus one 1.5 plus 150 on the puck line. Oilers plus 1.5, minus 180. The total six and a half kind of where the series has been. I think there was one game we had a, a total of six. But a lot of goals scored in this game, especially that first crazy game. What was it? 9-6 was the final. Uh the over 6.5 124. The under 6.5 is plus 104. And to me, I, you know, you're laying a buck fifty-seven to take the Flames. Like the Flames are going to win this game, so I'm not going to take it by itself. I am going to find something to put that with, and you know, w- would it be maybe taking the Warriors money line? Uh, you know, laying that along with the Warriors money line. Would it be taking it with another baseball game? I mean, it's going to be a small play because. The Flames have really kind of let me down and really let themselves down in this series. But I do like the Flames to win this game. It's not going to lay 157 by itself. I'm going to parlay that with something um, and find a way to get some value on that. So if there's another game maybe you like, you can use that as a parlay. I mentioned I might be able to do that with the Warriors' money line. And just to give you an example, if you did do it with the Warriors' money line on Thursday night, I mean... It's going to pay plus 118, so you're getting good value there in the sense that the Warriors are minus 305, and the Flames not a terrible money line for them, but you're getting more than you know even money. You're getting 100 to win 118, dollars so maybe that's what you want to do with that. Uh, as I mentioned, I definitely think the Warriors are going to win game number five and close out that series against the Mavs, but I do think there is definitely some value in the Mavericks plus some seven, uh, but I'm definitely staying away from that game. Aside from maybe throwing the money line for the Warriors in that two-team parlay seeing some value there. We also do have the look line for Avalanche and Blues. And did we think this was going to happen, especially after Colorado took an early 3-0 lead? Nathan McKinnon, who is obviously in trouble scoring goals in this series, scored a 6th and 7th, uh, both in the first period. Uh, then the Avalanche get another to make it 3-0, but then the Blues tie it up with three in a row. Avalanche say, you know what? We're not done yet. McKinnon scores another at the 17-14 mark in the third period. But then Thomas, with just 56 seconds left in the Blues season, ties the game up, and Bozak gets it in overtime, early in overtime. So, dare I say, the Blues are not dead yet. We're going back to St. Louis. Remember, I gave you the Blues against the favored Minnesota Wild in round one. Can they get this to a game seven in Colorado? I don't think so, but here's the look ahead line for you. Avalanche minus 186 on the road, plus 160 for the Blues. Definitely value there on the St. Louis side. Puck line, Colorado minus 1.5, plus 135. The Blues plus 1.5, minus 159. Avs, or the total, excuse me, 6.5, over minus 114 in the under, is minus 106. The early feel for me is the value is on the the Blues plus the 160, but I'm very, very likely going to stay away from this game, give you the official feeling on that. Coming up on the Fantastic Friday show tomorrow, I mean, I like what the Blues are able to do. It's huge momentum in hockey. You know, I really thought the Blues would, would be in this series for at least six or possibly seven games, but Colorado is just so darn good. Just not laying 186 on the road uh, in an elimination game in St. Louis. The Blues obviously could score some goals. There was nine goals in that game, uh, and they could definitely get back in this series and get it to a game number seven. But you know, it's it's very tough for this Avalanche team to bet against them. They're just so darn good. I want to give you a quick update on the French Open? Of course, that 20% profit boost for live tennis betting on the French Open every day. You log into the app or the website at Bett Rivers, but just an update here on the futures, both for men and for women, and you know, it's one of these things where there have been a lot of upsets on the women's side. We're starting to see a few on the men's side, but the the top four big guns, uh, really five if you want to, you know, include Zverev, are all still alive. Djokovic plus 175, he's the favorite, that's where he started this thing at. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz plus uh, 250, Nadal plus 325, so weird seeing Nadal as not the overall favorite, he hasn't been at all, uh, you know, being later in his career and dealing with his own kind of injuries off and on in the last year or so, but definitely fine right now, but he is the third favorite. Uh, Tsitsipas 4-1, to I've always loved him and his chances in this tournament and to win multiple majors going forward in the next few years. Zverev is 20 to 1 along with Kaspar Rood and then Yannick Sinner 28 to 1 Rublev and Medvedev the Russians 30 to 1 and 40 to 1 respectively and remember I've got a play on, on my man Felix Auger-Aliassime he's 66 to 1 right now at bet Rivers. Then, as far as the women are concerned, and it's a wide open affair of uh, you know for the women, except Sweet Tech obviously has been a big favorite the entire time. She was minus one fifteen, I believe, at the start of the tournament, and has worked her way up to now minus one sixty seven. Seems like it's her tournament to lose uh, right now. Sixteen to one is Paula. Badoso Giber, also, Amanda uh, Anamiso Mova, excuse me, the Russian, is 16 to 1. Simona Help for a major winner, 16 to 1 as well. Coco Goff is working her way up the chart. She's 23 to 1. Belinda Bencic is 25 to 1. Sabalenko, I talked about putting a plan for some value before the tournament. She is 30 to 1. And Madison Keyes, the American, along with Danielle Collins and Jessica Pagula, all three Americans, are 50 to 1. Sloan Stevens 66 to 1. So there we go with your updated French open action as Roland Garris is heading towards its second week. That's a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Coming up next, we're going to check in with some updated futures and prop action for Major League Baseball. And I'll tell you where I went a great concert at Meadowbrook on Wednesday night. One of my favorite bands over the last, I would say, five to seven years. We'll get into that. Coming up straight ahead on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit Citycast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least twenty-five bucks, and you will earn a ten-dollar free bet with same-game parlays. You can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. A couple things I want to do here before we get into the updated Major League Baseball futures and how maybe it affects the Tigers. and Is it worth maybe taking a stab on the Tigers in the AL Central odds and futures market? Uh, First, I want to give you the series prices in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Of course, Avalanche, huge favorite, minus 1,000. But if you believe the Blues can win a couple in a row, plus 550 on St. Louis. Rangers and Hurricanes, pretty even right now. Of course, Hurricanes have home ice advantage. So they are a slight favorite, minus 143. Rangers, plus 118 right now at Bent Rivers. And Oilers' Flames, it is uh, Edmonton, minus 625. Calgary, plus 450. If you believe Calgary can extend that series with a win at home, in game number five, obviously take them now because that will go way down, probably to somewhere in the two hundreds if they do win. Game number five, making it a three to two series. Also, my golf selections for you in the Charles Schwab Challenge. You might be listening to this show after they've teed off. But it doesn't matter. You can bet live golf as it goes on throughout the tournament, every tournament at Bet Rivers. And just to let you know where I'm at, I really feel good about my plays this week. We almost got you a huge winner with Zalatoris last week. I am betting against the top favorites in this tournament, especially Justin Thomas. He's not going to go back to back after winning the PGA last week. Jordan Spieth owns Texas, but eleven to one, no value for me. Shai Scheffler has been terrible at Colonial in Fort Worth. He's eleven to one. Will Zalatoris is going to be, you know, still heartbroken after last week. I can't trust him to recover just one week after blowing not blowing it, but not winning in that three-hole aggregate playoff. So I'm going to go a little further out of town for my first selections. As as we talked about earlier in the week uh, on the show. Brian Harmon, 33-1. to 1. Great form recently. Fits well with the Colonial course, the par 70. One par 5, uh, two par 3s on each of the nines. I like him a lot. By the way, if you're wondering, Mito Pereira, who really blew it last week, went from winning, you know, basically winning the tournament tonight and being in the playoff, he is 33 to one after being almost 300 to one to win the PGA. But I'm definitely fading him this week as well. I love Harold Varner III, 45 to one at bent Rivers uh, before the tournament started, as well as Sebastian Munoz, 45 to one. He's been, he contended a couple weeks ago uh, at the Byron Nelson in Texas, and as great form on bent green grasses or bent grass greens. Uh, I like both those guys. 45 to 1, some solid value there. And then I'm looking at some guys that really, I mean, Kister is someone I looked at that I might put a play on. Uh, just seeing how he does in the first round. Obviously, if he has a great first round, the value's going to go way down. But if he's, you know, kind of even par, you know, 1 or 200, we'll see what the, the leaders are after round one. And just a few off the lead. He might still be around as 90 to 1 or 70 or 80 to 1. I would probably bang a little half-unit play on Kevin Kissner. But I have two longer shots for you that could pay very, very nicely. J.T. Poston, 125 to 1 right now at Bent Rivers. I have a quarter-unit play on him. And then also... And I think this is another guy that could really, really come through with his recent form on courses like this and just recent form in general. Emiliano Grillo, he is two hundred to one at Bet Rivers right now, and you know, let's just say you put a quarter unit play on him, and your normal bets a hundred bucks, twenty five wins you have five thousand dollars. So, some really good prices at Bet Rivers as always when it comes to golf, and they have matchups uh you know finishing positions of course and live betting throughout the tournament so stay in touch with that and we'll always give you the plays here each and every week i love getting golf uh the best value out there along with horse racing uh here on the detroit citycast and i mentioned i saw a great concert last night concert season in full effect here in the motor city my girls haim the three sisters from los angeles Jewish sisters who came from this musical family. Been into them for about about seven years. Really into them for about five years. I missed them the last few times they've come to Detroit. Either because I was out of town or had some other commitments. But I got to see them at Meadowbrook last night. I got some videos posted on my uh, Twitter at DanLeach971. They were fantastic. Alana, Danielle, and Aski, great backing band, Really fun show, played for about an hour and a half, you know, they can all play multiple instruments, Danielle plays the drums, guitar, Alana plays the keyboards, guitar, Estee plays the bass, can do, you know, play drums as well. They are just fantastic, they come back, uh, run, don't walk to see Hayam. But let's get into some updated Major League Baseball futures, we'll do this every so often on the show here. Now, we know it's no secret the Detroit Tigers, whether it was a good start for them this year or not, they very likely were not going to be a playoff team, definitely not a World Series contender. But there are some things to look at when it comes to the Tigers, mainly their division odds, that could provide some value if they are able to turn things around. A lot of time left in this season, and you don't believe the Twins are a lockdown dragout favorite to win the AL Central. Obviously, the White Sox will have something to say with that. The Guardians stink. So I want to start with that. When you look at the central odds. Right now, the White Sox minus 130 is the favorite. The Twinkies plus 135. Guardians 10 to 1. The Tigers are 70 to 1. And if you're wondering, the Royals are 80 to 1. Am I telling you right now to click that bet and take the Tigers at 70 to 1? No. But just consider if you're someone and i know there are some of you out there that believe that this tigers team is only going to get better and will at least make some kind of a run towards the end of the first half and then through the second half you're not going to get much better odds than this if that happens if they start winning some series and you know winning 6 of 8 and winning 7 of 11 or something like that those odds are going to go way down to get them at 70 to 1 before the end of may that is a tremendous amount of value when it comes to the AL Central, because the White Sox and Twins both have their flaws. No one's really super running away with the division. The Tigers are way down, and obviously the Guardians, to me, aren't a threat either. But the Tigers are going to be playing the Guardians a lot, the Royals a lot. And obviously the Twins and White Sox as well, because they're in the same division. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Tigers 70-1 to uh, when it comes to the AL Central odds. Here are the rest of the divisional odds for you. Yankees still the favorite in the American League East. One of the better teams in baseball, of course. They're minus 230. Blue Jays plus 360. Rays 5-1 to one in the AL Central. Red Sox, how about those? Boston Red Sox having a rough year. 40-1. to one. Orioles, if you're wondering, plus 750 to 750-1. If you laid, just for fun, $10 on the Orioles, you'd win $7,500. That's absurd. Uh, the American League West... Astros, the favorite, minus 278. They should win that division, but still a lot of baseball to go. Angels, obviously the biggest threat to them, plus 205. Mariners, 20 to 1. Rangers, 75 to 1. The Oakland A's, 200 to 1. I have a nice wager with my best friend, John Gooch, my old boarding school uh, roommate and, and just longtime friend. We make a Tigers A's bet every year. I owned him for a while during that Leland era. Then he started to own me. This year, it's kind of a toss up. A's had a much better start than the Tigers, but in the end, the Tigers will have more runs, or more runs, hopefully more runs, but more wins than the Oakland A's. NL Central, Brewers minus 385, Cardinals plus 240, Cubs 60 to 1, Pirates 150 to 1, and the Reds, the longest shot on the board, 400 to 1. Easily one of the worst teams in baseball. National League East, Matt's the favorite. Minus 235, Braves plus 325. Maybe some value there if you believe the Braves can get things together, the former uh, last year's World Series champs. So plus three uh, plus 325 when you look at the Atlanta Braves. And, you know, the Braves are a team that obviously lost some, some players, but you look at Atlanta and what they're going to be able to do towards the end of this first half of the season, and then you know, obviously, you know, in the second half, they're gonna. They still have a lot of talent, and getting plus three twenty-five in an East where the Mets are just unproven. Obviously, the best team right now, clearly, but unproven. There's some value there for you with the Braves at plus three twenty-five. Phillies give you some value as well at plus five fifty. Marlins twenty to one. Nationals as bad as the Reds, four hundred to one. And the National League West, the Dodgers, the fave now minus two sixty-five. Padres three to one. Remember, I was on the Padres before the season. Uh, to win the World Series, we're on 20 or so to one. Even with Tatis Jr., not back for a while. Uh, still still some value there in the NL West. They're not too far behind the Dodgers, but of course, LA playing some great baseball. Uh, pods are three to one. Giants eight and a half to one. Rockies 150 to 1 and the D-Backs 200 to 1. American League MVP on uh, Cheo still the favorite. He's plus 250. Mike Trout 3 to 1. Aaron Judge, 3.5 to 1. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Some presents a value for you. At eleven to one. Jose Ramirez, sixteen to one. And then Brian Byron Buxton, when it was a lot of people's value selection for the season started, he is at twenty to one to win the American League MVP. How About the National League MVP, Manny Machado, your favorite, two to one for him. Mookie Betts, seven to one. Bryce Harper, eight to one. Nolan Arenado, nine to one. Juan Soto uh, is ten to one. And Freddie Freeman for Brave, he's eleven to one right now. And I was looking at Freddie Freeman. And I was thinking to myself, okay, you know, this is a guy who was a huge reason that the Braves were able to win the World Series. Now he's a Dodger. Dodgers, of course, the favorite to win their division, one of the favorites to win the World Series. Is there some value for a big second half from Freddie Freeman at 11 to 1? I think there is. I think there's also some value uh, with Bryce Harper at 8 to 1. But the way things are looking right now, Manny Machado definitely is the favorite and should be the favorite. At two to one, and then as far as the Cy Young odds go at Bet Rivers right now, Justin Verlander, former Tiger, plus 450. He's the favorite, slightly over Kevin Gaussman at five and a half to one, Garrett Cole, seven to one, Shane McClanahan at seven and a half to one, Dylan Cease, the White Sox stud at eight and a half to one, and then Shohei Tani weighs in at 11 to one for the American League, Cy Young, and the National League, Cy Young. Corbin Burns, what a year he's had! He is three to one. Carlos Rodon, Rodon, excuse me, is plus seven twenty five. Pablo Lopez ten to one. Joe Musgrove eleven to one, along with Walker Buehler and Zach Gallen fourteen to one. Max Freed sixteen to one. Zach Wheeler is seventeen to one. You can also bet Rookie of the Year uh, at Bet Rivers uh, in both the leagues. And Spencer Torkelson is to update his odds for you. Julio Rodriguez, of course, the favorite and plus 250. Jeremy Pena, plus 275. Torkelson, he's the sixth favorite right now after being in the top three before the season started. Remember, he started off okay, but has really struggled with the long ball and just hitting in general, as most of the Tigers have. Spencer Torkelson, 17-1. to just don't think that he's going to have a chance to win the Rookie of the Year in the American League. Suzuki, of course, the favorite in the National League right now. It looks like it's just going to be a run to the uh, Rookie of the Year for him. But, of course, a lot of baseball left. He's plus 125. Mackenzie Gore is plus 375. Juan Yepes is 9-1. Alec Thomas is 10-1. Nolan Gorman weighs in right now at 10-1 as well. And then Spencer Strider at 20-1. They're your National League Rookie of the Year odds. All that stuff bettable at Bet Rivers. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Let's squatch those tickets. We'll see you tomorrow. Get you ready for all the big weekend action. We'll weigh in on what happened with the first round of the Charles Schwab Challenge. Until then, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch. Out!